0: From the latest community news to informative, entertaining reads for travelers and the cannabis curious, just visit your local Black Press Media community newspaper website to sign up today.
1: Welcome to PQ Beat, a podcast of the parksville Qualicum Beach News, the newspaper of
2: record both online and in print for parksville Qualicum Beach and the surrounding communities. Our coverage represents a treasure trove of natural wonders, interesting people, and a
1: diversity of issues. Hi, everyone, welcome to PQBeat. I'm Philip Wolf, editor of the PQB News and VI Free Daily. If you look outside and you think, what a great day for a run, you're not alone. We have our own dedicated group of runners here in the Parksville Qualicum Beach area, and today, to talk about that organization, we welcome ORCA president Paul Watson. Paul, thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks very much for having me, Phil. Can you tell us a little bit about ORCA, Uh, maybe a little on the background and what it is that you do and who you are there for?
2: Well, ORCA is actually the acronym for the Oceanside Running Club Association. We are a group of like-minded individuals who enjoy the physical attributes of running and walking and the health benefits that it provides us. The uh, organization has been in existence now for over 25 years and we have a fairly decent membership, although it has been affected, like most things, by the pandemic. We continue on. We, I think, have some advantages over other organizations that are out there in that our activities are all conducted outdoors. We don't need to book a court. We don't need to go to the gym. We need to just lace up our running shoes and open the front door and out we go. So ORCA itself like I say, it has a history of about 25 years. It began with five individuals, two from Qualicum Beach, which are Heather and David Beatty, and three from the Parksville area, which is Doug Pritchard and Kim and Randy Longmere. Now, Kim and Randy Longmere have been in the news as of late with the Bolinas track upgrade, and they also run an organization called the Mid-Island Distance Runners, which is a group put together to sponsor and train young Adults In many forms of physical activity, primarily uh, running and its associated competitive level events, both nationally and internationally, and they put out some very, very good athletes. But those five individuals started ORCA back in 1997, and in 2003, the organization went formal with a uh, registration as a not-for-profit society here in British Columbia, And we now have a a full constitution and executive, which we've been running now for just about 18, 19 years currently. So that, in a nutshell, is ORCA.
1: How did you get involved yourself, and what made
2: you a runner? I first began running back in the early 1980s, and it was essentially, at that time, it was for me, a weight loss program. And I was having some health issues in that I was overweight. And as you get into your 30s and whatnot, you start to take a look at some of the adverse effects of of weight and lifestyle. So I began running as an alternative to, I guess, basically eating and drinking, like many of us. I joined a group called the Calgary Roadrunners out of Calgary, Alberta, and was with them for a number of years. When I retired, uh, we retired to Vancouver Island here because I had family here, particularly my parents. I uh, loved it so much, decided to stay. I had retired from running in the late 1990s, but came back to running about five years ago through the Oceanside Running Club, through ORCA. It's quite a release, it's a great getaway, and it's a truly a health and wellness benefit to just about any individual out there today. So along those lines, why would you recommend running with the club? The club offers a number of different things, not only the physical side of health and wellness and lifestyle, if you will, but also the psychological and mental side, which we have really been suffering from, I think, during the past 18 months or so with the pandemic. in our craving as human beings for the social side of our existence has been denied us, Literally for almost 18 months, we've been locked down, we have been masked up, we have been socially distant, which is not necessarily human nature. The club offers a respite from the restrictions that we currently face. We get together socially, we're socially distant of course, but we're outdoors. Uh, We run in small groups, but we meet at the end of our organized runs for tailgate sit-down coffee versus going to one of the local coffee shops to uh, sit around a table indoors and have coffee. So that provides us with a social outlet a number of times a week, which is great to just, you know, get out, get away from it, and pretend like it doesn't exist for a little while. Or as we like to refer it, you got to crush the virus. (laughs) How often does the club meet and where do you run? Well, we run throughout the Nanus Parksville-Qualicum Beach area here. Our runs are varied, mainly organized by a couple of individuals. Generally speaking, it's three times a week that we meet. The most popular one are the Saturday morning runs, which are run by Heather Beattie, one of the originators of the club. Uh, She puts together training routes for people who like to race or training for events coming up, like the Victoria Half Marathon and 8-kilometer road race, which is happening on Thanksgiving. She's got a training schedule set out for the people who want to race on Saturday mornings and for the rest of us, just a nice social run of varying distances between, let's say, 5 kilometres and 20 kilometres all throughout those particular areas. And this week, for example, we're meeting in Qualicum Beach at the elementary school as a start and end point. Then on Monday and Wednesday nights, Doug Brown, who leads our Learn to Run group uh, during the uh, winter and spring season, puts together runs, uh, which generally speaking happen here in Parksville. We're all, for the most part, Parksville residents or Nanus residents, so we meet here generally in this little mall that we're currently in and take off from here into the Rath Trevor area or throughout downtown Parksville when it's well lit after dark. So I would say generally about three times a week for social runs. We do have training events, which happen on Tuesday evenings, Tempo Torture Tuesday, where you go out and try and improve your speed work with Jackie Allen. And it's it's an intense workout, but it does pay off in the long run, and it's for those dedicated individuals who like to race and like to improve their times and be competitive. So all in all, uh, we have a fairly busy week schedule year-round.
0: The West Coast Traveler is an adventure in itself with content created by professional journalists and amazing photos provided by our readers. WestCoastTraveler.com is the newest travel network exploring all corners of Western Canada and the U.S. You'll see stunning photos and videos, read engaging travel features from around Western Canada and the U.S., experience all the West Coast has to offer. Begin planning your next adventure. Visit WestCoastTraveler.com.
1: You mentioned the Learn to Run program. You obviously don't need to be an elite runner
2: to join your club. No, and I think that that's probably a a misconception that a lot of people have is that the club, like others, is for elite runners, and it's definitely not just for elite runners. We do have runners that are very good at the sport. They're very competitive, but the majority of us are social runners. The Learn to Run program is a program designed for just about anybody who wants to learn how to run. And when I say run, I mean distance running. It's a very good, easy program. I've done it. When I came back after retiring from my running career, I used the Learn to Run program, and it is just a phenomenal way to get into the sport. It culminates with the Mother's Day event, which the club also puts on as part of its charitable side. And that's where the people that are in Learn to Run get to run a five-kilometer road race on a tour of Parksville. It's really quite an event. How important is it, talking about the
1: Mother's Day run or walk, how important is the notion of giving back to the community for your
2: club? It is part of the four-part purpose of the club. We have the promotion of running is purpose number one and, and fitness and well-being and lifestyle. The promotion of charitable side, giving back to the community, providing races and activities that educate the public as to the physical side of what we do, the health and wellness side, the lifestyle, if you will, of what we do. And the last purpose of the club is to put back into the community, aside from education, the uh, financial support that some of the charities here need. So we use not only the Learn to Run program as a feedstock for our Mother's Day road race, but opening the road race up on Mother's Day weekend for individuals of the community that want to come out and take a tour of Parksville on a 5 kilometer or 10 kilometer run or just walk Bring your dog, your baby stroller, and you know, visit the area here on a bright sunny morning. And the monies that are raised from the Learn to Run and from Mother's Day go to a number of charities that the club supports, which in any one given year may change slightly, but generally speaking are the Haven Society, Forward House, the Mid Island Distance Running Group, and the SOS Food Bank, the main charities that we support. Generally speaking, about seven to eight thousand dollars a year that we donate to these organizations. Last year, of course, was different because of the pandemic and these events being cancelled, postponed, if you will. I'd like to use that word versus cancelled. Four or five individuals within our club decided that we could go out and raise money in a different fashion. So we put our running shoes on, we got on the phone, we got some sponsors, and we went out and individually ran half marathons throughout the community here and raised a little over $10,000 for these uh, charities And that money has been donated to them. So that's the charitable side of what we do. It is ever present in our minds as we move forward with the club in that our events are organized specifically for those charities.
1: Now, you mentioned the pandemic. Obviously, it's had a big effect
2: on everyone. How has your club specifically dealt with that? obviously adhere to the protocols, the health protocols as uh, we're given them by the provincial government and the health authority here. But as I mentioned earlier, we're an outdoor group. You put your running shoes on, which is the toughest part of running, is lacing up your shoes, opening the front door, that's the second hardest part, and the rest is fun. And your outdoors, which is, I think, one of the key ingredients that the health authority is is trying to get us to adhere to is if you're going to do things, do them outdoors. You know, don't be indoors and group together. When we're out for our social runs, if you will, uh, we're socially distant, we're in small groups, we stagger our start times, but we do end up, you know, with two or three individuals who have a like pace, and off we go. So you end up with that social interaction again, as well as the lifestyle that you've been achieving. So that's one way of, you know, countering the pandemic effect, if you will. Secondly, as I mentioned earlier, we did do some charity work last year, which replaced, I like to believe, replaced Mother's Day, although in our hearts, you know, we would have loved to have seen the three or 400 people come out and, and enjoy that day. We are planning for next year, so keep your fingers crossed that we don't end up in a, another bind. The pandemic for us as runners, as ORCA members, was downplayed considerably by the fact that our sport is non-restrictive in terms of what we need. We just need a good pair of running shoes and perhaps a map.
0: The West Coast Traveler is an adventure in itself with content created by professional journalists and amazing photos provided by our readers. WestcoastTraveler.com is the newest travel network exploring all corners of Western Canada and the U.S. You'll see stunning photos and videos, read engaging travel features from around Western Canada and the U.S., experience all the West Coast has to offer. Begin planning your next adventure. Visit WestcoastTraveler.com.
1: Now, in the news a lot over the years has been the plans to upgrade the community track at Bellinas Secondary.
2: How involved is your group with that project? Well, we've known Kim and Randy Longmere, who head up the steering committee for the Bellinas track upgrade for a long, long time. They're actually club founders. We're in close contact with them constantly, and we support them wholeheartedly, particularly their youth programs. They're great people. We have done two things as far as that track upgrade is concerned. Number one, we contribute financially to it uh, with excess funds that we may generate. And number two, we have two members, two of our senior members from ORCA who sit on that steering committee and represent ORCA for the steering committee and its representation to City Council and the groups, the Board of Education, those sorts of people, you know, that need the constant information uplinks.
1: Personally, why would you like to see the project come to fruition?
2: If I can go back all the way to when I started running, I became competitive. And the way to increase your ability at the competitive level is to get onto the track. Measure distances on a track are very, very important for interval training and for uh, everyone from runners to triathletes to even the younger group doing shorter interval bursts, uh, the 100, 200, 400-meter races, etc., The track is extremely important for endurance training, for people that are competitive, and we do have members like that in our club. I would dearly love to be able to get out onto a track again and improve my times. We use the roadways here, measured distances on roadways here, which is not the same as a track because it's also occupied by cars who sometimes don't like us. (laughs) But aside from that, the track is a very important feature for runners and for athletes of all vocations. If anyone is interested
1: or wants to know more about your group, how do they go about that?
2: Well, I'd be more than happy to give them my phone number. Orca does have a website, which is orcarunning.ca. We put you on mailing lists uh, for information concerning our weekly runs. Simply joining the club, it's a $15 charge annually to be a member of ORCA, which I think pays for itself with the training programs that are offered and the mentoring, not to mention the social side. So your easiest way is through the orcarunning.ca website. We also have a Facebook page where we post constant updates as to what's happening within the club and what its members are doing. And, of course, there's always a few pictures in there, too, of people and their puppies. Paul, thanks so much for joining us today. Well, Phil, I really appreciate your time and getting our word out there. We'd like to be able to help some people, and our Learn to Run program is going to start up again. It will start probably in February of 2022. That's this edition of PQBeat, produced by the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com.
0: CanadianEvergreen.com is your trusted news source for all things green. Offering up-to-date news and stories from Canada's booming cannabis industry. Content you can trust from Black Press Media.